for your daily dose of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. We are not going back, not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live. Across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we're converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio program. As always, thrilled to share our view of common sense conservative values every single day. It's easy to follow along. It's easy to be a part of what we're doing. And we invite you to join us every day, right here, right now, this time. Grab someone. Get a friend. Tell your mom. Grab a neighbor. This country depends on you and on me doing this thing that we do together and growing and spreading and sharing and telling the truth. So if you want to be a part of that, our door is open and the table is set. Pull up a chair and welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. These are the days that terrify me. Because I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know how I feel, but I know I'm scared. One of the things I used to love about Rush Limbaugh And I'm sure you will agree. See how this beautiful way of making me feel like it was all going to be okay. Even if everything seemed insurmountable. If the crazy seemed untenable. He always made you feel like you were ready for another day the next day. And you woke up ready to engage, to get involved, to become educated. And he gave birth to an awakening and awareness. And I have to say, once you're out of the trance, you can't go back. And with that comes a burden, a tremendous responsibility, and it is scary. And I feel that. Everything that I see going on in this world, and if we focus just specifically on our United States, There are so many people who are so lost, who are in it so deeply, who have sold their last shred of decency, morality, to chase something elusive. Because there is no amount of money or power or control in the world that will give you happiness. 
Happiness is knowing that every day when you go to bed, regardless of the wins and the losses, that you gave it your best. And when you lay your head down and you collapse in exhaustion, you fall asleep almost immediately, very comfortable with who you are because you know what you are doing and it is scary as hell. I was looking around just my life yesterday. All the ways in which this strange new world has impacted the people I love just in my little nucleus of a house. And I don't know what the word is. Anger, disgust, frustration, exhaustion, humiliation, embarrassment. Because I was asleep for a long time too. And I delivered the news for 18 years. I sat on a local news desk. And it wasn't until my 16th that I began to see. And it made me sick. And I knew I could not stay. I see it in my husband's business, medicine. I see what, what happens when medicine is corrupted by big business, big government, big hospital systems who pretend that they care about health and wellness, but they don't. And now your doctor experiences this quick revolving door, a few minutes here to be a number and not somebody who sits and knows you and remembers your grandchildren's name. Someone who thinks about you and cares for your health. That's gone. I look at my sons. They've been impacted by it too. My oldest son in college down south. The restrictions and the rules during COVID and crazy and chaos by adults who know better and damn well should have acted better. And then when they found out that they had been manipulated and that everything was going to be okay, they didn't respond fast. I look at my son on the West Coast, on the cusp of entering one of the darkest and dirtiest industries out there, but it is his calling because he sees the, the world through a movie lens. And he's going to be brilliant at it. But he's dancing on the edge of hell because we can only imagine what really goes on in Hollywood. I have a son who's waiting now to hear from colleges. A boy who I watched spend a summer of his life locked in his bedroom teaching himself geometry so he could skip ahead and ensure that his senior year he would graduate with the highest AP calculus available. He's gone the extra mile. He's done the work. But beyond that, he's a good human being. And now he twists to see which person who checks which box will take preference and precedence over him in the college application. I have twins who are not yet 16 years old who soon will be responsible behind the wheel who I have but six or seven more months 
to get ready. Because we take it seriously at our household. How do you teach a 15-year-old to look around and be suspicious of everyone and to expect everyone to do the wrong thing and to not be surprised when everyone does? I look at our southern border, the people pouring across, the violence and the danger and the lack of care for us in this government. And these people who are proud to put on lapel pins, but when it comes down to it, in the integrity category, are empty. I see states, once beautiful, California and New York, being flushed down the toilet by bad people, doing bad things for bad reasons, and flushing all of the people down with them. And I want to scream it. Wake up. Wake up. Admit it. You have been fooled. You have been lied to. Everything these people said they would never do, they've done. And they've done more than that. And now they invade your mind. As you worry about what's going to happen next. Who do we not know? who hates us, is waiting to do something. And where? And your government gave you that. And then I wonder, how do we dig out? What do you do first? How do you fix it? How do you explain it? And all I know for certain is the list of people I will not be carrying on with me into what comes next is growing. Because there are some who will never be able to admit that they were conned. That they believed for far too long. That they didn't do their own research. They didn't branch out and listen to different voices. They didn't listen to their common sense. And somehow they're going to have to explain that to their children. So I sit here before you today Worried, deeply conflicted, but resolute because we didn't start this, but we know we have to finish it. And there are hundreds of millions of us. I don't know how to begin. I share that with you. But I'm going to be here every day doing my part. And I will be honest with you because it makes me very nervous and very determined. Quick time out. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends. We've got to talk about what's going on in California at the border there, not the Texas border, California. And this is the, the beginning of why I feel this way. Next. I will never forget when my son Jack, as a freshman at Boston College, 
This is not an overtly emotional, demonstrative young man. He holds the cards very close, very close to the vest. And he called me and he was crying. It was that bad because of COVID. It was that bad in Massachusetts. He was a prisoner in his dorm room, a captive with militant resident advisors. And he had just gotten written up for going outside with a kid down the hall and throwing a football because they were going out of their minds. They were outside, nowhere near each other. And he had gotten written up for not wearing a mask. Now, if I could have reached through the phone and grabbed the throat of the person who thought that was a good idea, trust me, they'd be on the ground. This lack of common sense, this lack of reason, this hysteria, this quick judgment, this, this panic. Since when do we freaking panic? And people panicked. And he said, Mom, I can't do this. I don't want to be here. And I got in my car and I drove nine hours and I picked him up. No questions asked. So below my ire and my hand-shaking incredulity of the degree of corruption and fraud and disgusting, dishonorable human beings who stand up and tell us every day with their lapel pins that I wish I could throw and shove down their throats. That they care about us. The situation going on at the border in California is just one of many examples of what happens when people suck. Sanctuary State California, come one, come all, says Gavin Newsom, as the state is being crippled. Taxes out of control. San Francisco is a freaking war zone. The homeless, the drug addicted, the mass exodus in one of the most beautiful places on planet Earth. All because of this new liberal world order that you're all supposed to get behind. I want you to hear Bill Malusian, Fox News. He's in Yakumba, California. This is not normal. Listen. I can speak Spanish, but it's not doing me a whole lot of good down here. As you mentioned, we are getting a massive explosion of Chinese nationals crossing the border. They speak Mandarin. We've been able to talk with some of them using translator apps, but there is a huge language barrier. And Border Patrol agents out here have to deal with that same barrier as well. Some of the Chinese are actually standing behind me right now. Uh, take a look at this video we shot early this morning here in Hakumba. After the sun came up, dozens of illegal immigrants from all around the world were gathered up waiting for Border Patrol to process them, some from China, others from Turkey, others from Middle Eastern countries, most of them adults from all around the world. Uh, Try talking with some of them. Here's what some of them had to say. Where are you guys from? Turkey. Turkey. Where are you guys from? De donde son? Ecuador. Where are you guys from? China. 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 What city in the U.S. do you want to go to? Los Angeles. Los Angeles, L.A.? 
Los Angeles, okay. And over the weekend, Fox cameras witnessed hundreds of Chinese nationals crossing illegally here in Hakumba. Again, most of them single adults, very few, if any, with little children with them. John and Sandra, this is not normal. These numbers are shooting through the roof when it comes to the Chinese. Just to put it in perspective, look at this stunning graphic. CBP sources telling Fox News in the last four and a half months since October 1st, there have been more than 20,000 Chinese nationals encountered at our southern border. That is up more than 4,000 percent over all of fiscal year 2021 when there were just 450 Chinese nationals encountering. Keep in mind, we still have almost eight months left in fiscal year 2024 to go. Uh, back out here live, it is not just people pouring across the, the border, drugs as well. DHS announced a massive fentanyl bust about 45 minutes west of where I'm standing right now, Alpine, California. Uh, Border Patrol stopping a vehicle, a drug smuggler's vehicle. They found 700 120,000 fentanyl pills inside of it in 110 different packages. The California Attorney General calling it one of the biggest fentanyl busts in state history. Our government has no idea who these people are. They have no idea from where they come, what they've done, what they bring with us. Yet on a dime, they were willing to lock our children up in their dorm rooms. To force endless stupid testing, the swabbing, the jumping through hoops, the hand sanitizer, the passports. And yet these folks from all around the world are neither vaccinated nor does our government give a fat rip. Which tells you, of course, that everything COVID was BS. And everything they say to you is a lie. Now... If we agree on that, if we started ground zero together, if we have that clarity, that uniformity of thought, where you know they don't care, and you know they lie every time they speak, now, now we're in business. And that's where we're going next. We're going to go from California to New York, another sanctuary state, another zip code being flushed down the toilet bowl on purpose. Are people there on the street level awake? Will you be after this? The answer is yes. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, I want to say to my liberal neighbors, I want to say to my liberal family members, I love you, but I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. If you are so ill-educated that you cannot see what is going on, uh, I'm sorry, but my statute of limitations for you is out. I will not drag you along with me on this journey because we have a, a mission. And the mission is to save this country from people like that. It sounds harsh. I don't care. I do not care. This headline from the New York Post triggering some of my frustration today. So we already know that truckers don't want to go to New York and make deliveries. How many are going to actually do that? I don't know. We have sound from Kevin O'Leary coming up in the program, former from the Shark Tank, right? 
And he's like, it's, it's totally not worth doing business in New York anymore. This is a loser state. We have now loser states where if you live there, you are among the losers of the program. Inside Mayor Eric Adams' migrant debit card boondoggle, no bid bank, gets $50 million as border crossers get up to $10,000 each. Now, do you, do you really need me to go into that? Do you, do you really think I need to go into that or do you get where I'm coming from? This is the selection of people who've done nothing to build this country. Nothing. Who are getting from you a free ride. What are you paying taxes for? How How about the small businesses that just got their tax bills in New York? Up 75% in some instances. You want to know why Donald Trump thinks New York, New Jersey are in play? Wisconsin, Michigan? Because of this. This is just an obnoxious, obnoxious story. I have no idea why the entirety of of New York City isn't out on the streets protesting Eric Adams being a blithering moron. Unless, of course... He's just an operative. New York Post story. It takes money to make money, as the old saying goes. And apparently it also takes money, as much as $53 million of it, to give money away. Earlier this month, the Post broke the story that Mayor Eric Adams is giving out prepaid cash cards to migrants. Unusually for the mayor, Adams didn't publicize that story himself and his administration for nearly a month has failed to correct several public misperceptions about it. One is that the program allows the city to give out just $50 million to migrants. No wonder the mayor has been so quiet. This debit card program, if you read the actual contract, has the potential to become an open-ending, multi-billion dollar Bermuda Triangle of disappearing, untraceable cash used for any purpose. How is this any different than Ukraine? Right? This is all it is. What do you know about that? What images have you seen from this war that you funded with hundreds of billions of dollars? What kind of video have you seen? What kind of stats? Whom do you believe? Where are the receipts? Where does the money go? Who's making out on it? And why do they always need more? Because it's a money laundering operation. So is the migration crisis. This debit card program, if you read the actual contract, will give migrants up to $10,000 each in taxpayer money. With no ID check, no restrictions, and no fraud control. You ever wondered why the Democrats were so opposed to that racist identification that we all wanted for voting? You can't expect people to go and get ID. That's discriminatory, Kamala Harris said. Really? When the Post exposed the mayor's debt card program earlier this month, 
Mayor Eric Adams' office spun it as a money-saving program to solve a problem. Migrants staying in hotels don't eat all their food. DocGo, the city's no-bid emergency contractor to provide migrants with three meals a day, throws away up to 5,000 meals a day, wasting $7.2 million a year. Some food is inedible, expired or rotten. The other food doesn't meet the migrants' dietary needs. Providing mass-scale meals, I mean, three squares a day, ladies and gentlemen, it's costly. Got to have the halal, the kosher, the vegan, the non-gluten. The school system does it. Airlines do it. Hospitals and jails do it. And now there you go. On-site city auditors could refuse to pay for meals that are objectively inedible. That's not what's going on. Instead of assuring that its existing no-bid emergency contractor fulfills its duty to provide edible food, the Adams administration has solved its problem by retaining a new no-bid emergency contractor to provide a service with far more scope for waste and fraud and abuse than state sandwiches, giving out potentially billions of dollars of hard cash. Few questions asked. This is how the government spends your money. This is how they think a three and a half trillion dollar CARES Act program stimulates the economy. Your taxes won't go up, they said, like Barack Obama with Obamacare. If you like your doctor, keep your doctor. How'd that work for you guys? This is part of the suck today. Because meanwhile, in California, something even more despicable is going on. San Francisco appoints first non-citizen to serve on the Elections Commission. Say what? KQED.org with the headline. The newest member of the San Francisco Elections Commission, a seven-member civilian body that, quote, oversees and creates policy for the city's Department of Elections, isn't even legally allowed to vote because she's a Chinese freaking national. California. Losers. Kelly Wong. An immigrant rights advocate is believed to be the first non-citizen appointed to the commission. At a swearing-in ceremony administered by the Board of Supervisors President Wednesday at San Francisco City Hall, dozens of people gathered to commemorate the occasion. (gasps) Oh, our liberal sucktitude is bigger than it ever was. Yes. And in a perfect fungu, illegal immigrant middle finger to the American people, Ms. Wong gave an interview afterwards in Chinese. Mandarin, if I'm not mistaken. Do you all see what is going on? The open border. The NGOs. The churches and those liberals, oh, we're helping people. 
bringing in voters, bringing in humanity to redraw the districts, making sure the right people are in the right positions to oversee our elections, ensuring that the right judges are installed in the right positions in the districts where they know some uncomfortable litigation is probably going to come forth. And you and I are left paying the bill. Really? Where is New York City? Where are all of the residents whose taxes are going to get pushed to the limit? And what happens if much like truckers stop making deliveries? Residents in New York City say, I'm not paying for it. Are there enough bean counter IRS agents out there to come after everybody? Of course not. And this is why I say one of the hardest things going forward is getting rid of the dead weight. The same way a gardener deadheads a rose bush. Get rid of the dead flowers so that the energy of the plant doesn't go to try to revive it. And once you snip off the dead, it's amazing how quickly something new pops up. Each of us is going to have decisions to make moving forward. Because people who are not seeing the invasion, the corruption, the fraud, the theft, the global debacle, the dark forces who hate what we are and what we believe and how we pray and how we raise our children and our dignity and our decency. People who don't see it are going to get left behind. Now, I'm not here to tell you I have the answers. But I will give you a steady stream of ideas. We will go into all of these stories and we will talk about them. And do know that every time they try to make an excuse... And it's always based on emotion, doing the right thing, being a good neighbor. Think about these people. What are the root causes? Do you really care? Or by golly, do you just want your freaking country back? Because that's where I am. An angry mom. Done. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, I want to play something for you quickly from Fox again at the border. And then this whole ridiculous idea in order for, excuse me, Donald Trump to appeal that $355 million judgment against him by an activist judge. He's got to put up 450 million only in only in crazy America. Does that make sense? We'll talk about that next on the Wendy Bell radio program. So I told you about what's going on in California, these Chinese nationals, 2000 majority young men coming across our border into California. They know it's a it's a sanctuary state. There is no razor wire. 
There are no shipping containers. There is not a presence there like there is now in Texas. California, come on in. And in they are coming. Fox News's Griff Jenkins was actually tag teaming with Bill Malusian yesterday at the border. And he brings up a chilling idea. And, and people there in California who see exactly what is going on the same way we do go. And plus Chinese migrants that have crossed the border in the last four months. 90% of them are here in the San Diego sector. Let me just step out of the way and show you. We got a group of more than 200 and you're looking now at the remnants of the migrants waiting to be picked up. There's about 50 here and a large majority, 75% or more, are from China. And you've got also a few three Syrian men and one man from Georgia. Now let me show you some video we shot just an hour ago of the large group when they had just crossed the border. You you can see them here. They built a fire to try and stay warm. It's very cold here. We can also show you the drone shot now of this situation because the agents here, there were only three Border Patrol agents on site when more than 200 migrants showed up. And that is just another day, busy day of why when we've seen the migration move from Texas all the way out here to the west, they're really getting hit hard. And the residents here, Arthel, are very upset about it. They're concerned about it. One gentleman named Corey Gautaro had this to say. Take a listen. They're coming here illegally, and we have no idea why. But they all seem to be, not all of them, most of them seem to be military-age males, and it's very concerning to someone who served in the military. And back out here, many of these Chinese migrants here, there's at least 100, Arthel. Many of them are single adult men. There's some women as well, and there are some children, but the majority are men. And it's got officials alarmed because it's very difficult to vet them. We obviously don't share information with China, and they can't be sent back because we don't have repatriation with China. Many of them huh. will get asylum, perhaps half or more. Welcome to your new neighbors. Come on in. Now, don't contribute. We'll pay for you. That's the story now. That is what is going on. And anybody in this administration, anybody on the left who tells you otherwise is full of it. And they should suck it. Now, on the flip side of chaos, there's more chaos. How about this? Breitbart. Trump must pay half a billion dollars before he can even appeal that New York decision slapping him with $355 million for no crime, with nobody injured, just some people butthurt that Donald Trump is a successful billionaire. Listen to this ridiculous story and then answer the question to anyone in your orbit who doesn't think that justice has been weaponized. Former President Donald Trump, must pay nearly half of a billion dollars as a bond to New York State before he can appeal the ruling by Judge Arthur Engeron last week that he's got to pay $354 million in fines. Over $450 million with interest for fraud. Critics have noted Trump is the only person ever to be sued under an obscure New York fraud statute that does not require any harm be done. And that effectively criminalizes the everyday practice of real estate valuations and negotiations with banks. How is finding an obscure law any different than changing the law in New York, allowing people like E. Jean Carroll 
so many years later to slip under a new provision to sue Donald Trump for a sexual assault whose date, season, month, she could not recall. But a judge had no problem finding Donald Trump guilty of. Now, please. What happens to you? What happens to you when you get picked up? When the IRS finds out how you vote? Or they snoop around your profile and they see the kinds of conservative things that you do? Do you believe that you will be treated fairly? Of course not. That is not liberty and justice for all. That is called the suck. Losers. That is who we've allowed in this country. Though Attorney General Letitia James, who ran for office promising to target Trump, claimed no one is above the law, Joe Biden is. Is he not? Of course he is. As they want to drop the story about his fraud, his family's enrichment from foreign governments, His malfeasance, his classified documents, his dirty fingerprints over decades in the Senate. A mediocre human being at best. A puppet of a new liberal world order, which I, and I'm sure you, absolutely unequivocally reject. No. No. There are voices stepping forward. Jonathan Turley. It's important that you hear this. Democrats weaponize the justice system to punish Trump in business case. You know this. I know this. That this is being published places is a big deal. You see what's happening. It's only a matter of time before it's you. It's only a matter of time before it's guns. Taking guns, reclaiming space, eliminating places our children go. Hi, Boston. How's that going? It is the great replacement and the great bankrupting of the people who have built this country, at least carrying it into the next generation. And they plan on crippling you and giving what you have to people who they hope will always vote Democrat. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Wendy Bell Radio program, I want to talk about this. You know, it's not just truckers who are boycotting New York. It is business now. The Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary with the truth bomb. New York City is a loser city for investment, and he is done. We'll be right back on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.